0: Home Building and Remodeling Show. Let's go. Welcome everybody to the Home Building and Remodeling Show. My name is Chris Kirby, and I'll be your host. I am the owner of three construction companies on the Alabama Gulf Coast. The show is about residential construction we're going to cover topics of home building and remodeling. Are you thinking of doing a remodel or building a home? Are you a contractor looking to improve your knowledge base or grow your business? Have you ever done a remodel project or built a home? There were so many things you wish you knew or that you could have done differently during the process. Then this show is for you. We break down the process of building and remodeling and how to have the best results during your project. Whether you're a DIYer looking for tips, Someone looking to hire a contractor to do a project or a contractor looking to expand your knowledge base or your business. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. Stay tuned. We kick off the show with my thoughts on home building and remodeling. I'll share best practices and talk about some of our experiences in business and out in the field. These shared thoughts and lessons learned are meant to help you on your very own journey. Let's go. I want to talk about how to really dominate the industry and to really grow in any industry that you're in. But we're, we're talking construction, remodeling, home building. You have to be a student of the industry. You have to be a student of, like they say, you have to be a student of the game, right, in sports and understand not just what's happening on the field or on the court. But you have to understand and study, go back and watch film. Well, in construction, I implore you to do the same thing there are multitude of videos and youtube channels and different ways to learn construction there's the nari national association of remodeling industry there's the nkba national kitchen and bath association there's the nahb national association of home builders and all of these different councils provide education and so being a part of these associations do more than just say you know that you're you're a part of them but They're providing education. Instruction is ever-changing. So if you're not a student or if you're not continually learning in your industry, you're going to fall behind because your competitor is learning and studying. And they're bringing that new and, and relevant information not only to the client, but they're using it and applying it out in the field. You may be using outdated technology. You may be using outdated products out in the field. Uh, So there are changes in product information all of the time. And if you are only keeping your head down working and not uh, taking the time to learn our industry and learn about new products, investing time in growing your knowledge in the construction industry, you're going to be left behind. If you want to provide the client with a more efficient remodel or a more efficient build, then it's imperative that you continually learn and professionally develop in our industry. It's so important to learn about the new products, to learn about the new techniques, and then try and apply them out in the field. Now, what I will say is for us, we, are, we always want to be at the forefront of innovation in our industry. There are different products introduced all the time, whether it be at trade shows or elsewhere, right? If you read Pro Remodeler or you read Fine Home Building, in it pro builder any of those types of magazines you'll continually see new products in those magazines that are up and coming and that make a difference out in the field whether it's siding for exteriors and in stone or any of that type of stuff there's uh, for us specifically i know schluter was a was a game changer and there's so many different types of products installation techniques so we bring out people to show our team how to properly install this stuff i feel it necessary for you to be a construction professional you have to continually learn and by continually learning i mean watching videos reading books reading magazine uh studying ask you know to be honest you can go to home depot or lowe's and ask them what new products have come in and they'll tell you there are a lot of those people who've worked construction and so They get giddy when when there is a new product or a new tool or a new technique that comes out. So you can ask a lot of those reps there and they will provide you information. There are so many different sources of information out there. Part of what I want to do on the show is corral that. I want to provide you websites that that I've personally looked at that I think are good for you to learn and develop your trade um, or your skill To become a better craftsman or craftswoman, I think it's imperative for you to continually learn. And now we move into Shop Talk. It's the portion of the show where I bring in a co-host and we cover trending topics in home building and remodeling. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. Up to that, you've got a few inspections that you do, footers, foundation, plumbing and stuff like that yep. but but that's our major and once yep. we're done with that it's really all about the final well you do yep. insulation and in yep. yeah. some municipalities yeah. some don't, um, yeah. exactly and then and then it's final <clears throat> uh, so it, tell me about the difference between again, the the building inspection and then the fortification process
1: so fortifying, fortifying inspection is going to come in he's going to inspect that you there's three different ones you get your bronze silver gold yep. bronze would be just the roof
0: yeah and, and actually i think they call that just fortified roof now. correct
1: so you're looking at how that roof is installed nail patterns uh types of, of materials used sheathing and all that goes into yeah. that roof when you jump up to the next one it's your roof and your gables yes that are all for basically installed for fortification purposes when you get to gold that's going from the foundation you can follow. Everything all the way up to the roof. Yeah, the load so is, yeah, It's locked in, so everything is supported by everything else. Yeah. And we have inspectors that will come out there. They're going to inspect your windows. They're going to inspect your strapping. Yeah. They're going to inspect your roof with your nail patterns. Make sure the sheathing and the... Uh, the, the um, uh, Wrap right underneath is is installed. Yeah, so
0: you have to have a, a weather shield, basically. Correct.
1: They're going to inspect your doors, make sure they're within. Um, so your
0: doors house. and windows for a gold fortified house, they are different. How?
1: Um, they're they're going to look at the wind rating. Okay. And make sure that they're going to pass for whatever area you're in. What yeah. that wind rating? Do
0: will you be. have to have impact windows uh, for gold fortification? Now you do. So. Let me clarify this. On a second story, uh, all the windows have to be impacted for cold fortification. And the the reasoning for that is you are not going to get out on that roof and try to put on shutters um, for a second story window. So... But on your first floor, do all your windows need to be fortified? They well, it, I mean impact.
1: I will say, it kind of. This goes back to the areas. Yes. Some areas do. It's a mandated process that all have to be fortified or um, impact. Impact. There are certain areas where they don't have to be. Okay. However, if they're not impact-rated windows, they do have to either have a shutter or a. Uh, what they call a canvas cover. It's some yeah. kind of a covering. Yeah. And a the form. canvas,
0: we call it a canvas cover. It's yeah. the uh, uh, <coughs> material. Yes. Um, and you, okay. and you stretch and pin those on. And yes. so when they're installing the windows, they have these pegs yep. and then you just pin that on if a storm's coming. Yep. But for fortification, you have to have either or. Yes. So uh, you can build a house with regular windows in some municipalities uh, that don't have to have that don't need to be impact or the, the shutters, but for fortica- fortification, you have to have one or the yes. other. Okay. Um, and so we talked about, you know, fortified roof, uh, your nail patterns, um, your drip edge, your, uh, protective shield, and then, um, silver, your gables, windows, doors, any penetrations, right? And then, uh, gold is where... All of that is done. So your roof and your silver level has been accomplished. Then you go into the strapping details and all the extra stuff. And that's where the engineer has to draw the plans. So there's two pages of paperwork that get filled out. Mm -hmm. Uh, The engineer uh, fills out a piece of paperwork saying, here's how I've incorporated fortification in the home. Here's the strapping. I mean, down to the model number of what strapping we're going to use. And then once they fill that out, the builder is filling out the second page saying, Here's what we installed. So we're just reiterating that we installed everything that the engineer recommended. And then those two pieces, along with the fortified inspector, and gets he's taking thin.
1: pictures along the way, too. So sure. he's documenting each stage select. So like for instance, when you're doing He's going to get in there when you've got the frame up, and he's going to take his pictures where he can yeah. see actual strapping. Yeah. He's going to come in when you've got the weather weather shield on there, and he's going to take pictures. He's going to get up on that roof and take nail patterns. Yeah. With measurements as far as so that everything is
0: documented. And then they, they, they use that. uh they use uh was company cam correct yeah. or something similar to that to where you can geotag and timestamp these pictures so. You have the two pieces of paperwork, mm-hmm. engineer, builder, and then you have the photos of, along the way. Mm-hmm. All of that gets compiled, and they send that up to IBHS. And um, IBHS makes the decision, yes, it's in compliance, and then they send out a, cert, a mm-hmm. certificate. Fortification Yeah, certificate. so, um, and it'll, it'll read gold and stuff like that. Yep. What a lot of people don't know is, um, those are only good for five years. Yep. So then you get a recheck. So the fortified inspector comes out, make sure nothing has changed. And where we run into issues are when somebody wants to do an addition. Um, that addition has to meet all the criteria for fortification. Yes. Now, if you're dealing with somebody who does not understand how to fortify, then you can, Basically when that fortified evaluator comes back out and reinspects and you've added on and there's no documentation or proof that the addition was built in accordance with what they need, it, it's going to um, your house won't be certified any longer sure. in, in, in a gold status. Now, I don't know all the details. I'm not a fortified evaluator. We build fortified homes. There is a difference. We use a fortified evaluator to come out and inspect during um, during our home builds. But uh, so, you know, uh, we just want you all to be able to learn and grow from some of the stuff that we're going through. We want to teach you uh, what we know and share our experiences. And as always... You know, when Pete comes in, he's got a whole list of problems that uh, he can go through. So there's going to be plenty of uh, plenty more shared experiences. And again, it's just about that exposure, um, putting yourself out there and being able to document our journey, our client's journey and some of the mishaps and uh, even some of the. So if you had to, you know, call out something that was that was really good, that has changed for us. I mean, I can think of of one thing in particular. And, and that was, um, you know, this same client, uh, on Facebook around here, there are a lot of what, you know, what's happening locally groups. And, uh, somebody was looking for a home builder and our client went on there and, and called us out and said, look, they're very competent and stuff like that. And so clients appreciate the fact that we educate them uh, not just on what's going on and we're building their house and, and we're in there. But we let them know why we're delayed, why we're doing what we are doing. And, again, you know, for them to have the delays they've had but still, you know, reward us with such a nice compliment yeah. and recommend us was um, was a highlight, you know. <clears throat> and it's because, hey, we, we're an open book. You know, all you can do is build rapport and trust with the client.
1: Communication is, I mean, it's just... That's that's key. You gotta yeah. you gotta talk to your folks, your your clients. And, I mean, it's like the power thing. As long as they know what's going on and and why it's happening, yeah, you're gonna have these issues. <clears throat> I mean, you can draw the best set of plans, but when you yeah. start moving that plan to an actual uh, coming to life, uh, yeah, project, it changes right. What's what
0: looks I mean, great on paper, all of a sudden, I mean, sudden you it's start building. Not it.
1: always, it's never. I mean, I'll just go ahead and say it's never gonna be.
0: Exactly. exactly. There's like no you
1: way. Do it on those papers. And then, I mean, as long as you communicate with it and yeah. you're willing to to move and, and adjust on, not, I will not even say adjust on the fly, but, uh, I, go, I mean, you're, you're going to make adjustments. You're going to be going back to the engineer and be like, hey, this isn't lining up like this. What else can we do? And he'll come back with a game plan. And he, Same thing with the fortifier. He'll look at something and be like, hey, this is built like this. Yeah, you put it like this, but it's not really going to suffice. Yeah. What do you think about putting and and the fortifier and the engineer will will basically they'll correspond independently from us as the builder, right? And I get emails all the time from the fortifier. Hey, engineer, uh, what do you think about this? And then he's like, Yeah, that looks good. Let's do it. And then, and then I'm getting my guys to install it, right? And it just better[s] everything. So I mean, it's all like be You know,
0: some people have the sentiment that you know they don't need to know all the details. But the problem is, if you if you let something fester for too long, or you are non-communicative, if you don't communicate enough, yeah, that delay becomes a problem. Yes, right. Instead of just a delay, right, you almost want to over-communicate during that delay. Here's here's the emails we sent. Here's what's going on, and here's. You know, because they just see
1: just day one,
0: day two, day three, yep. day four. They don't see the 45 emails and chain and yep. engineer to fortifier, fortifier to architect, architect yep. to builder. The behind the scenes stuff. And that's where, you know, we have to continually improve yep. um, to, to get this thing right. So, all right, Pete, I appreciate you stopping in. And uh, again, we'll do it, do it again soon and bring more uh, shared experiences to you. All right. Thanks. Now we're going to move into the portion of the show where we talk interior design. We're going to bring in an interior designer and we're going to talk trending design and products. Hope you enjoy. Let's go. And as far as the creative side of things, um, you know, do you do mood board, vision boards? Like, how do you start the process? If they're very... There are clients who want to visualize. So, they have to yeah, see so it.
2: I did do um, the termite housework. We'll call it that, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did do a mood board for their bathrooms. Okay. Um, and the kitchen. And we'll share that. Yeah. We'll
0: get some shots of um, that for you guys to see. So
2: those are... Those were done and then the drawings actually i did do a drawing for the mudroom slash laundry room and obviously the 2020 uh, kitchen cabinet drawing so i didn't do those we worked with a cabinet designer on those but um either way so so they did have those yeah so you had a
0: mood board and the drawing for the mudroom did you do that i did
2: that on the house okay so
0: house um h-o-u-z-z for those of you that don't know um we use them for a lot of different things on the interior design side specifically mm-hmm. but they also have a program if you have their pro package uh you can you can do drawings and so, and for simplified uh drawings it's great
2: well it was it was really helpful in this case too because it was I was removing a wall, adding a wall, possibly adding a door. So I did have two different designs for them. So they were able to see both of them and choose which one. And then
0: their kitchen, you said came out of 2020 kitchen. We
2: actually met with the client and the kitchen designer. So all that was done pretty much right there. And then Um, there was a couple changes that had to be made uh, for appliance size purposes, but other than that. Yeah.
0: And then as we're going through the construction side, right. And our team is in there and, and we, are, we had to go get engineered drawings because we were uh, opening it up, right? Mm-hmm. So the kitchen—now, would you say that was a closed-off kitchen? or yes. Because you had a kitchen, a dining room, and a huge wall in, the, in between. Yeah. Um, and so now we've opened up that wall, correct? Mm-hmm. So the kitchen is now open yeah. to the living room. Yeah. So we had to get that engineered because it was load-bearing. And was the open kitchen concept a recommendation from you, or is that just... That was they, another
2: one that they, they came in. So, they, I mean, they pretty much... Only
0: they knew they wanted an they open concept kitchen. Pretty much was the
2: mudroom and the laundry room.
0: Yeah. And um, so, where did where do you get started when, you know... And we took out... We had some nice cabinets, mm-hmm. and we're oh, going to repurpose right some. But, yeah. uh, you know, they're going to get brand new cabinets. So, when you're doing um, a major remodel, you're looking at different aspects, each room and stuff like that. Uh, how do you how how do you start with a kitchen uh, going from a closed concept to an open?
2: Pretty much every a lot of people are leaning towards the open right now, so that's n- not normally a, a conflict. Sure, um, they're pretty much when they're coming to me, they're the ones I've worked on anyway. Have always just had in mind that's what they want. And so. then where
0: do you hit hiccups on the construction side, right? Because sometimes I think. Our construction guys uh, can get into the weeds of construction Mm -hmm. and then our interior designers can oversimplify Mm -hmm. the construction process too. So like Mm -hmm. we're always doing a push pull to keep the vision intact. So I will tell you what the client wants and what the interior designer comes up with is usually 99% of the time the end result, but there, there is a whole story behind how to get there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, have we hit any hurdles on the construction side that we had to readjust on this one?
2: Um, no, thankfully. Nothing other than just find a more term- that did, termite damage, but that did not affect the overall design. Yeah. Um, there, I would have done a larger shower niche, but they okay. did have a pipe that was running through the wall. And so, place that, 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 so I did have to make it a little smaller.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Um, but other than that, yeah, there hasn't and been And then any.
0: another thing I noticed that you do specifically, because uh, I did a, a walkthrough video tour and, and just kind of looked out the scope of work we were doing, and I noticed there was handwriting all over the walls. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So what was that about?
2: Well, I can't always <laughs> be there eventually I'll have a little nanny cam and all these jobs. <laughs> Cause yeah. I like to like know what's going on. But, um, yeah. So what did
0: you do? So, you know, you wanted to ensure that we were doing what, yeah. What?
2: Cause I can't always be there. So if I can, um, like originally before they took out all my walls at this house, um, I did have the actual layout of that kitchen. I mean the laundry mudroom yeah. design. So they knew where to t- take the wall out. And then when that paper got, you know, everything got thrown away, and that drywall remodel I mean, throw out whatever. Um, then I started marking on the floor. so like yes. I just have to keep changing <laughs> how I communicate. Yep, but I'm always leaving a trail, so yeah. it's gonna yeah. be.
0: And you did that, you right? You, wrote, you were writing measurements yeah. and stuff on yeah. the walls, is yeah. that what it was? Yes, okay, yeah. um, and that really helped our yeah. structure.
2: But they kept taking out my walls, so then <laughs> I just had to start writing on the concrete floor, so you that right, wasn't yeah not gonna so, go anywhere. Yeah.
0: So you, so you were writing on the walls, and then the sheetrock kept getting ripped there. Yeah, yeah. Down. so okay. then um, I went to the floors. So. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, well, we're, uh, we'll are we let you go, but we appreciate you coming in, as yeah. always, and uh, we'll continue. We're going to do some um, before and afters, and we're going to really dig into this project that Christy is working on. And they're with. a fun couple, they so I are, really
2: hope that they, like. Have some yeah, time, they they, have some they
0: absolutely they have embraced our process. Yeah. Uh, they know we like to film and take pictures, and and uh, the homeowners, you know, given such a a, a terrible situation with They've the termite so damage, going, yeah. they really have been so um, helpful and and really. Every time we've exposed more damage, right, Mm -hmm. it's frustrating from their perspective. And we as contractors feel bad because it costs money to keep finding and repairing. They have been so gracious Mm -hmm. um, and and really they've been the ultimate client. And so, yeah, I want to ensure you. And they're hilarious too. Yeah, they're funny. Yeah, Yeah, they're just funny, (laughs) good good people. people. So we'll get them on and uh, hopefully they can talk about their journey because part of the learning curve for for everybody out there is not just what the construction people do or the designers but like from their perspective what went wrong what went right you know Mm -hmm. how how this whole project went for them would i I would love to hear that Mm -hmm. so as always thanks for coming in and uh helping us out on the show and until next time thanks Thanks for joining us today. As always, we are grateful for our listeners and your continued support. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Get more info at our website, www.thehomebuildingshow.com. And as always, remember who we are, the Home Building and Remodeling Show.